Blog Talk Radio. How would you feel if you were able to create anything you wished for in life without limits, like magic? You see, I believe manifestation magic is within all of us. All you need is the power of connection and to lift your joy vibration. I'm Angel Thacker, spiritual medium, soul entrepreneur mentor, and soul path coach, and I want to help you create a truly abundantly joyous life. Tune into my show and we'll explore, laugh, learn how to truly manifest and be whatever it is that you choose to be. So don't forget to follow my show and callers are always welcome. So come with me and I'll show you how you can create everyday magic by living a life of everyday joy. Wow, good evening. Hello and happy Monday. Here we are. Today is the 5th of October. And I have to tell you, I'm kind of in a space where I'm like, wow, 2020 is almost over and we haven't even started 2020. That's kind of the reality that all of us are facing, right? It's like, what happened? Where are we? What's going on? So it's been kind of crazy. There's a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of crazy change going on. And people got a lot of stuff kind of shifting, like changing and, you know, for many of us, trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives. What do we want to do today? And so I thought it would be really great to talk about that, um, to talk about manifesting your joyous, most most um, fulfilling idea and what you want to do and kind of exploring what that looks like and how you can take a time like this and turn it into some soul reflection and some and some soul manifestation without being caught up in the fear and the and the confusion and the chaos that the shadow energies are bringing forth. So I'm happy to take callers, kind of talk about what's going on in your life, what you need, and what I can do to provide for you. And so for those of you who aren't used to me, my name is Angel. I'm a joyous life coach. I'm a medium, energy healer, um, life coach. I've been doing this for a long time, and my passion is to get people to the point where they can pursue their soul purpose. So when I work with people... And when I answer your questions, I really want to help you dig deep and get where you truly want to be. And that is about really um, isolating what it is that's kind of getting in the way and not focusing on the desire, but focusing on the, the process. And then your desires will come because our divine father wants us, wants to grant for us that which we desire. So believe it or not, you can have anything in this world that you truly desire that is worth having because sometimes we desire things that are not worth having and that's a whole nother conversation. So I'm happy to take your calls. Let's talk about how we can make some lives shift today. You are on the air with Angel. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Somebody's got something going on in the background. Can you hear me? Your intuition is Alrighty, I'm gonna go ahead and put you back on hold. Thank you for holding. You are on the air with Angel. Who am I speaking to? Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, this is Angel. Can I help you? How can I help you? Let's. Can you hear me? My name. Yeah. Who am I speaking to? 
This is Nicole from New York. Hi. Hi, Nicole from New York. This is Angel. What do you have on your mind today? What's going on? I have on my mind going I can't somewhere. Hear what was what? that? I didn't hear I couldn't hear you. There was something going on. So uh, could you repeat yourself? I have on my mind going somewhere, and okay. then I want to get out, and then I want to go to church, but I'm afraid I will never go to church again. I that see. PTSD, I have people remind me to go to church, and then I say, oh, I don't want to go to church, you know. Because you, you feel you have PTSD or you actually have PTSD? Yeah, I actually have PTSD. Okay, were you, did you get that from, a, from an event in your life or you were in the service? No. It was, I've had it since I was about five or seven or so, seven years old, I think. Okay. So, so the first thing that I want to give you, what was your name again? Nicole. Nicole. The first thing I want to give you, Nicole, is um, assurance. You know, you know, first of all, you are one of the, the literally billions of people that are, that are feeling this and it, it's tough out there. And while you're, you're getting through this process and we're getting from this point to the next point, this, this desire to be out while wrestling with the desire or to be safe is a real conversation. And, and we're getting conflicting messages and, and it's, it's kind of, it, it's kind of scary out there. And then we, you know, look at what's happening in other parts of the world and they're shutting back down because they rushed too fast there's a lot of messages out there that give you cause to pause. And so cause, you know, stopping the pause is excellent and that's fine. But what I, what I want to do is make sure that we're not all in a space where we're going to stop and be crippled by it. And so there's some things that you can do to kind of help yourself through this process as you are sitting in your home before you step outside. And so the first thing is I know you want to go to church and there, there, you know, there's two sides to that. Church is always with you because God's with you. So you can go to church any time of the day or night with right there with a connection to God. And there's a lot of places that are doing things virtually. If it's going to help soothe your 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 soul to engage with the church process. Have you looked into a virtual um, connection to a church that's doing like an online service? Have you looked at that? No, but. I want to move soon, and I'll be moving next to a church pretty much, and I can just walk to it. It's a little bit Correct. down the street. Okay. When are you moving? Probably this month. Okay, so sometime this month. So there's there's joyous relief and satisfaction that that's coming down the road. So that's gonna, that should, should ease your, your concern about going to church. So – what else is um, sitting there for you in your process? Like you want to go to church right now, but you know you're going to be able to go to church because you're going to live right next to one. So can you well, can I'm you forget that I have the desire to go to church? I'm going to forget it. No, you you I have to go you to can't. To get divine. You have to go to church to get divine. Is that what you said? To give a sign. To give a sign. Okay. Is that what you said? I'm having a real hard time hearing you. Why? So have you set have you sat down and just sat in spirit and communed with the divine before have you have you just stopped to be quiet contemplation to have your own connection 
to the divine? Have you stopped to do that? Well, it's not about the connection to the divine. It's that I want to be in church. It's going to change my life. I want to be there. It's going to be amazing. Got you. I'm going to Got you. It. I feel you. I feel you. So you want to actually be in there. That's something that you want to do. And you're moving soon. You have a date. Is it the first week, the second week, the third week, the, you know, the 30th, the 15th? Do you uh-huh. have a date? Let's say that I go next week. So if you move next week and you go to church next week, you're saying your desire is to be in church. So are you afraid to go to the church? Or are you just waiting to go to the church? Well, I'm going to totally forget once I move that I want to go to church. I just, because I just won't remember. And people will try to remind me. I've had people try to remind me before. And they say, got you. And then I start to say, oh, no, I don't want to go to church. Do you have a phone that you can put a reminder? Do you have a phone that you can put a reminder on for you to go to church? Or perhaps even write it on your refrigerator? Because if, if the issue is you feel you need to be in church and that's going to comfort you, I'm down for that. I'm down. Uh-huh. You know, that, there, 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 are, there are really no better ways to get the comfort if that's what you need the comfort. If you want to go to church, you have to take the steps to make sure you get there, whether it's putting a reminder in your phone or writing it on the refrigerator. You know, I want to be able to be of assistance to you tonight. So it's like, what can I do to assist you with this process to help you get there? Or is there anything else that I can do for you to kind of it support just the process? Like- it seems like someone else just doesn't want me to go there. It's like someone else is stopping me from going there because I make reminders on paper, in phone, mm-hmm. in Gmail, by other people. And I'm like, every time I even write it down, I'm like, I end up throwing out the book as soon as I forget what I need it for. And, and right. right. I ignore all the messages. So have I'm you ever like, just... Oh, I'm going to make this suggestion to you. Go to church any day of the week. Don't, don't try to make a reminder for yourself to go to church on Sunday and go to Sunday service. Just get up and go to church. The church is there every day. And there's somebody at the church every day so that your system can be in the church. So there's something um, in your process. You know, we all have filters that we live our lives through. And there's something in your process that has... Um, has associated something with going there. You say you have post-traumatic stress disorder. There's something in your process. But there's also something in your process that wants to go to church. And so what you're doing is you're focusing on going on Sunday, and then at the same time you have blocks around Sunday. So just get up in the morning, you know, um, do your do your daily routine and whatever. Make sure you're safe, you know, with, within the, the, the processes that they have out there right now. And go to, you know, walk by the church, see if anybody's in there and just walk in. And a lot of churches, they don't, they're not open, but they have little outdoor uh, sanctuaries that you can sit in and, and, and connect with and just, and just go. And own your process more than ever, uh, Nikki, own your process. This is your process and own it. Just like, I'm going to go to church, just get up and go. And I know it sounds easy. But it is easy. Just get up and go. And if the Sunday is, is an interrupt, then don't go on Sunday. Go on Wednesday. Once you go a few times and you realize that it's, it's this wonderful place, and you get that reward you're looking for. You're like, it's going to be great. All that good, yummy stuff that you're talking about, it'll start to get easier and easier for you to go. 
but there, nobody can really help you get there. You have to get there. And nothing yeah. is stopping you. There's not like somebody that's trying to stop you, like some, some being or some voice. There's, it's not that. It's just something that's in your process that there's something that, that you've associated with the church. And I, and I talk to a lot of people, maybe um, an, a, a, an engagement that you didn't like, or there's something there that you probably should take the time to deal with in some way. You need to go get to the source of it and release it so that you can move forward with your life because your soul, your spirit wants that process of church and just go and go. But no, there's nothing wrong with you in terms of you. You're not being influenced by anything that I can see. I just see that you're, you're wrestling through a process right now. I'm sorry. Subconsciously. You're just wrestling through a process in, in post-traumatic stress disorder. I was in the Marine Corps. I served in, in Desert Storm. Post-traumatic stress disorder is a real disorder. And if you've gone through something mm-hmm. where you're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, the best thing to do is to work with somebody that can help you work through that process so that you can move forward joyously in your life without the function of the thing that's distracting and, and, and kind of warping your, your, your process you know, keeping you from doing the things that you really want to do or, or causing you to make decisions based on the filter of the, of the issue. And so that's why when I, when I work with people and sometimes people get a little frustrated because it's like, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll contact me or they'll call on the show and they'll want the answer to the question, but it's not the question. The answer to the question is not the answer. The answer to the question is the cause. And so for you, you know, it's really simple. You want to go to church, go to church. If you if you if you can't remember, write it down. If it if it's getting in the way, then go another day. But that is not going to change the fact that you have this other underlying concern, and it's a serious concern. It's not like, you know, you it, it, it's a it's something that you you deserve. You you owe it to yourself to take the time and kind of work with somebody to help you work through that, so that it's not an interrupt for you, so that you can live your life more peacefully. Wouldn't you want to like to live your life more peacefully? Yes, I definitely need this. Yeah. So, you know, work with someone and, you know, the, the thing that's, that's really um, important to say about post-traumatic stress disorder is that it is a survival uh, technique that the system uses when something very traumatic happens. So you need to talk to somebody that has skills in, in this specific area, whether you need to sit down and talk with a, with, a, with a counselor or you sit down, whatever the issue is, sit down and talk to somebody with specific skills that can help you work through this so that you can come out the other side released with that. Then you'd be surprised because usually we have one thing we focus on. And for you, you're focused on, you know, getting back to church, right? Once you release yeah. that, you'll find other areas of your life will open up as well. And that, that's, that's how you start making that march towards a joyous life. Do you, do you, hear, do you hear, what I, hear what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, so, so two things for you. One is, you know, create a process for yourself through which you could be successful. You know, make it hard for yourself. Sometimes it's like a child, right? If you tell the child over and over and over again to do something, a lot of times they're not going to do it because they feel kind of like harassed by their parent. And so don't parent yourself. Don't, 
like I got a sticky on this and I've got it in my phone and I every time every book I read I got a note there's because a part of you is going to be rebellious and say I'm not going to do that forget you put your reminder on there your one reminder okay and if it doesn't work just go another day go on Wednesday go on Thursday but they but the, they've got to get to the root and it does feel like something that, that it's attached to your childhood get to the root and resolve it. I'm going to look at your charter. That's what I'm going to huh? do. Huh? What did you say? I'm going to look at your charter and plan it even more. Okay. If that's what you feel you want to do, go ahead and do that. But I really would um, suggest that you take the time also to, to you know, cut to the, to the, to the nitty-gritty of what's happening. And you may find the solution at church. You know, somebody may be there that can talk to you at church. But... No, that's my suggestion, um, and I wish you yeah. luck. I wish you blessings, and take care of yourself, all right? All right. Thanks. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who else we got on the on the, on the the phone here. Uh, thank you for calling. You're on the air with Angel. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Angel. It's Jay calling from Canada again. How's it going? Oh, Jay, I feel like you're part of my family. What you got on your mind today? I got a question for you. How come... We as humans and humanity as a whole, compared to like a microcosm and macrocosm, if you want to call that, that we kind of like repeat the same things over and over again. I'm coming kind of the conclusion that we don't learn from past experiences <laughs> in the past lifetimes. And we come back again and we learn to try to learn the same thing, but it's like deja vu, right? Or uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. I just wondered, not deja vu, but yeah, deja vu, I'll call it that. And also uh, uh, Groundhog Day, if you want to call it that. <laughs> every day. Absolutely. Every day or, yeah, it's interesting because I mean, I'm studying right now and going like, hmm, what have I learned and what have I repeated again? So how come that always comes up okay. in for, for, for even right now with the financial stuff? You know, long time ago, this happened again. 2,000 years ago, it happened. You know, you know, 40 years, 60 years ago, it happened, and now we're repeating it again. Like, what well, have we learned? No, we haven't learned it much. <laughs> so how come, how come humans are like that? That's a good question, isn't it? That is a good question. You always have some fun questions, and we have some really great spirited conversations about about the stuff that you ask. And and so, welcome. You know, I always I always put it to people like this, and I, I this is my little fun um, vision. Like I always show it as when you are in spirit before when you are what they call it when you're just a glimmer in your father's eye you're up there in the boardroom right and there's god he's got jesus on one side and he's got all the you know all the ascendant masters are sitting there and and you got to go in the boardroom with all your little files and papers to give your proposal of the life that you're going to have right and you have all the people that are coming with you this is the woman i'm going to go i'm going to date when i'm in high school it's not going to go well and we're going to move apart blah, blah, and this is going to be my life partner and this is going to be my dad it's going to be my mom you have your whole life all mapped out and i know that i did this over here in this life and i was, I was in egypt and i did like this and i did all these things but here's where i'm going to make up for that i'm going to learn this i'm going to do this and i'm going to ascend and when it's over it's all good and you that's my proposal what do you think and then God and Jesus are like, hey, that sounds good. Go do that. You have my blessing. Go forth and be fruitful. And go, yes. And you come down. You come down to your parents and you're born. And then your human existence take over because we have free will. Yes. And you become human and you become stupid and forget everything. Because right. our, 
Right, and so now you're just like, woohoo! So you're supposed to meet the, the, the love of your life. You guys are going to go and create the mission and, 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 and provide food for all the starving children in the world. And the big, beautiful woman with big plastic boobs walks by like, oh, my God, what's that? And off you go, right? <laughs> so because we're human and we forget the stuff because we're driven by our, our raw, basic instincts. And our job is to raise our spiritual awareness and to ascend. And so in the perfect world, as soon as you're semi-conscious and can start to learn, part of our learning is supposed to include the spirituality. Yes, you're supposed to learn mathematics. Yes, you're supposed to learn how to, you know, creative art, all that stuff. But you're also supposed to start the spiritual learning as well. And so as you grow up, you'll grow up more aware and you will be closer to that path, that purpose, and you will have that those lessons in that. But we don't teach all that. We don't learn. We we actually dismiss all that, right? Mike, okay. So you just talk about free will. Do you think the free will is is there a crux to our spiritual growth or nope. financial growth? Because, things? Because no, no, because the free will outside of life itself. Free will is the greatest gift God could have given us because with free will, you know, the animals don't have free will. You are a reptile and you get to be a reptile. You don't get to evolve until, unless you're evolving through the process of evolution to adjust to your surroundings because you don't have the ability to do anything else. We have free will. And like the salmon is the perfect example I point to when people are really, truly understand the, the, the process of free will in nature. Every year at a specific time, they have to stop what they're doing, and they have to go upstream so that they can mate. Regardless of what they're doing, if they're in the middle of – so if this was humanity, you're in the middle of launching your business to, to, to launch and create yourself a multimillionaire, and then nature sets in. You're like, oh, my God, i got to go to Sedona because that's my birthplace, and I have to go mate. And you have to stop whatever you're doing and just go – Regardless of what, whether it's dangerous, you know, the bears are standing there and they're like whacking them down. It doesn't matter. <laughs> salmon, salmon die. A large majority of them die on the way there, which is part of the process because only the strong survives and it makes their species strong. We have free will. We get to pick and choose and we have brains that we can develop. So because of that, we have the ability to go right or left. Sometimes we go right when we're supposed to go left because we don't trust our intuition. We don't train our intuition. We don't train all those muscles. We have two major organs in our body that, don't, that are dormant because we don't need them. One is the appendix, and we're not that animal. We're not like a cow, so we don't need the appendix. But the other is the pineal gland. And if that was active, we would be so different because our intuition would be strong and our brain power would be stronger, right? And so we would probably be a little different. But the joy of it, it's like, it's, it's the, how can I put that in? It's the exercise and the activity of the journey that's, that's what's beautiful about being human. You know, it's like the college experience. All these college students and they're like, they're like, getting sick and everything and I, I was talking to a to a colleague and they were a little frustrated because their student had to come back from college and a bunch of people are sick and they're like oh my god they went in there and I really wanted her to have the college experience I'm like but she did have the college experience because that's what we did no different they're just there's something going on now 
and it's the lessons of all the stuff that we did. They, our kids, our millennials and our Zs are living the lessons of the uh, baby boomers and the Xers. And so they have to, they're going through this trying to figure out what to do. And we're looking at them like, wow, that looks painful, man. When we didn't do anything to change anything. Does that make sense? So now we're being asked to do that. We're being asked to look at our situation and make changes. And so what are those changes going to be? Right? So, right. But you think you think you look at our society right now, okay, we have the illusion of physical confinement in a way, in a way, for humanity, in a way, okay? Mm-hmm. And our illusion of free will and choice has kind of like flattened or diminished in some places, okay? So I just mm-hmm. wondered uh, when we have free will to make those decisions, yet that is an illusion to actually what is actually going on and it's about control and things. We don't think of going conspiracy theory or whatever, but if you think about it, we have, we, we, we have to think a certain way, we have to be a certain way, and we have to do things a certain way, okay? According to laws or, or, or you know, safety reasons and financial and things, but we don't have, if you're talking about free will and choice, it's actually, I guess, outside of our boundaries in some sort of way, like our uh, our spiritual or physical boundaries, or it could be hmm. our... Or things like that, because if you think that's what I'm thinking now, it's like, oh, maybe we don't have so much free will as we think we do, but we so, have choice to make the change to do something better for ourselves. So that's really interesting, um, and I like, I kind of like where you're going with that. And so what you're talking about is you're talking about the concept of free will. And then you're talking about the con- the concept of freedom. Those are two completely different concepts. You have freedom, freedom, free will means you get to choose your destiny. Now, your destiny could be you want to be a criminal. <laughs> you know, you could go and you could deal drugs. You can kill people. You could get to choose. You could be a, 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 um, a prophet. You can be a cook. You get to choose who you are, you get to choose who you want to be, you get to make decisions. You just aren't automated like an automaton. You're not just the salmon swimming in the sea. That's free will. Freedom is, those freedoms are defined by the society norms of where you live. And you get to choose where you live, right? So if you are, so if you're in a, a country that has these three rules, you know, you, you can't kill people, you can't ride your bicycle at night, and you have to wear a blue hat, right? You can choose not to wear the blue hat because you have free will, but that doesn't mean that society is okay with you wearing a blue hat. And then you have to face the consequences of choosing to wear a blue hat. People that come here for the purpose of changing society, those are our um, people who stand up for civil rights so that we can make the changes in society. Because even our society has gone through many changes in the 200 some odd years we've been a country. 
across the planet, countries have gone through many changes as part of the who they are because people have come and said, let them eat cake. No, I don't think so, right? So the f- freedom is a different concept. And there are a lot of people out there, my friend, that are not born free. And there are a lot of people right. out there, even in a free society, that have restrictions on who they are. But that's not human free will. It's human free will that allows you to raise your fist and rage at the machine. That doesn't mean you're going to get what you want. And that often can mean that you pay the price. But that's what makes us different. You don't see bears raising, raging at the machine, you know, lions saying, I don't think you should, you know, you don't see that. They have a different structure that, 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 um, that they live by because they're the creatures of the earth and we've been, we're, we're different from them. So that's the difference. So you've got, in the, in, the, in the annals of philosophy, you've got free will, it's consciousness, um, human consciousness, that's over here. And then you've got societal freedom. And sometimes what you feel is important in your freedom is somewhere in the middle, which is why you feel uncomfortable and why you disagree. The values of your society, you know, you, have, you question them. And that's how we get civil disobedience and civil unrest is because people, I disagree. Like a perfect example today is the mask. Some people wear the mask some people don't want to wear the mask. Um, and you know, so it's like if you don't feel you feel like the mask is constricting or it's somehow um, interfering with your freedom, um, then you have a right based on who we are as a nation to raise your fists up and complain. There are some nations you don't have that right, which is why some nations is not even an issue because they're a dictatorship and they're like, put your mask on or sir, yes, sir, they put the mask on and move on and move on. We're a different kind of society. So that's societal freedom, and it's different. But it's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Sure. That makes sense. I find that that um, if we think of societal freedom, it's more of a collective, though, too. Yes. Uh, in some sort of way, too. That if we have that societal freedom we can be influenced by what that freedom means to us as in what free will and choice is too. Is that, can you say also that too, that those doctrines or those emotions or philosophies or wisdom can actually all, translate into free will and choice? Absolutely. And so I'm going to go back to something you brought up before. So let's say um, – you know, in a metaphysical way, because if you, you know you're if you're talking to angel, you probably have some 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 belief system in life life after death and past lives, because that's kind of the kind of stuff we talk about. So let's say in a past life you worked with, served with, or was one of the founding fathers of the United States of America. So you're all about the the freedoms that drove that process. And that you specifically came back now to be involved in all this. How do you think you would feel as you watch and as you engage with some of the stuff that's going on right now? Right? Uh, yeah, for me, from from my perspective, it's just uh, being an observer and questioning quite a bit. Right. And it doesn't mean that you came. You may, you may not have come here to be one of the revolutionaries. 
right? You may have just come here to be here. So you may not even be in a position to do anything. So you're just on the outside looking in go, this, this sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's just how you feel. And a lot of people that are here today were, in, were here during all these revolutionary periods, whether it's the, um, you know, some of the European countries. Some of them were here during the Atlantis, um, you know, turnover. So, so that's why people are so frustrated. And a lot of times we don't even understand and multiply that or, um, or add to that the filters of your human condition being affected by all this stuff. You feel trapped. You feel alone. You feel controlled. And it, it just causes people to feel a certain way. And energy is generated by how you feel. So our whole society, at least in our country, is just like, like shivering in the corner, and it's causing certain types of energy to flow. And we feel that energy. I feel it every day when I walk, up, when I walk outside. And that's what could cause a lot of stuff. So, you know, it's an interesting conversation, and it's a conversation I wish more people would have because we have, if you look at it, um, the way we've talked about it, you kind of have two freedoms. You have free will and you have, you know, whatever social freedoms. If you're lucky and you live in a space where you, ha- you are free, um, that's a beautiful thing. So it's almost like you have a lot more responsibility to really understand what it is to, for you to do and what, and what it is that you should focus on, which is the whole purpose of spiritual evolution and, and transformation of your life. You know, in the studies that I have, you know, the, one of my mentors and my teachers many years ago, and my youth, so to speak, um, said that the purpose of coming to this world is to ascend. The moment you step into, you, you come out of your mom and you're in the hospital and your parents are looking at you wrapped up in your swaddling cloth, from that moment on, your purpose is to work toward ascension. And most people don't even know what ascension is. You know, if you ask them, a lot of people think that's the process of crossing over the veil, and it's not. You can ascend in the body right now. You don't have to be on the other side of existence to ascend. You can ascend right now. And to ascend means to be in that space of blissful spiritual existence where you are in balance in every way and you get it and you've released all the bondage, all the shackles of the things that are attached to you and you're in joyous gratitude and forgiveness all the time. And as a, as a result, one of the, one of the benefits of it is manifestation in your life is so much easier than it is um, when you're both, when you're like riddled with all the, all the things that, that go with that. So that, that, that's what I have for that. <laughs> I find that that's actually so true. But during your conversation, um, I find that um, if we feel right now, as you suggest, not suggested, but you said that your observations that we you know feel lonely and isolated and things like that, that um, there's always a way to the light through a spiritual method or a spiritual opening or something like that. I think that's that's what the right. key to this, what's going on now, too, is like, well, there, there's always another way to do things. There's always a creative way to do things. There's always a, there's always another way. I mean, it, it, you just can't think, well, oh, there's a dead end and that's stop and I'm not going to do anything about it. Um, right now, it's like, when, you know, when I talk to some people, it's like uh, 
accept it. It's kind of like a uh, there's like there's no end in sight, and when is this going to end? And uh, when I'm going to get back to normal, or this is the new normal, and it's just uh, <laughs> you see the the energy signatures that they're giving off, or feel it. It's like it's like hopelessness, and I just really um, despair. I'm very surprised that well, pardon me. Despair. It's despair, right? Yes. Totally. I mean, yeah, it's like, well, geez, there's another way you can do things. Um, I find there's always creativity for, for myself to figure things out. If I want, if I can't get an answer right way, I'll look for another approach to doing things. So, I mean, don't let a blockage, like, hold up myself from, from moving forward, right? I'll just, like, find another way. I, mean, I can't do the physical stuff I did in back in my 20s or so, but now I can still have a I still have a mental mind that I can actually approach things in a different way still with a little, probably a little bit more wisdom than before when I was, you know, earlier in my years. But the thing is that creativity and, 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 and a little bit of spirituality there will, will, will actually over, not overcome for it, but get you through the, through the process get of what's going on. And, yeah, yeah. So. Right. So in a minute, I'm going to pull some other people in on the call, but I wanted, I wanted to say this is that you made a good, really good point. Um, the, the the fact that we're sitting in our space and we're you know we're experiencing all these emotions. Um, if you think about, I'll use the astronauts for example. You know, before you can actually sit in a in a space vehicle and fly out in outer space, they put you through a lot of these a lot of testing, both physical, mental, spiritually. And one of the things that astronauts have to do, they have to sit for like two months isolated to prove that they can sit in isolation. And a lot of people do not make it through that because we are a social being and we need that interaction. And a lot of the, the issues that people have is like, oh, my God, I'm tired of sitting at home. Oh my God. You know, it, it's just so hard and so difficult. And it causes us to kind of pound down on ourselves. And so um, one, one thing that people say a lot, you said it earlier, is when is it ever going to go back to normal? And so I want to I want to say this to everybody: the normal that you, you that you remember from last year was last year. It's not that there's a new normal; it's that we're evolving. You know what I mean? When 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 the United States went through the Revolutionary War, when when France had the French Revolution, the day after the Revolution, they were still France. But it was different, and it was never going to be old France again. And for some people, that was hard because change is hard. But, man, it's a beautiful place right now. Well, not right this moment because they're going through stuff, but now it's going to be different. And the first thing that we have to do to be able to go over and enjoy the new place is we have to accept that change is coming, and it's okay we're going to get through this because we don't have a choice. Of course we're going to get through this. But two years from now, we're not even thinking about coronavirus. We're going to look at it the way the U.S. looks like, looks at 9-11. It's like there's that awful thing that happened over there. But we're going to be in the space that we're in then. And so one of the things that you need to do is remember that there's change and that it's coming. Every time a nation or any time you go through a challenging process when you get to the when you're going through it it feels like it's never going to end but when you get to the end result it's beautiful and I will point at the creation of life as an example 
as a woman, if you've never given birth, good for you because that is the most horrifying thing, giving birth. And while you're going through it, you just want to destroy all life and wish you'd never gone through the process because you just think that God, everybody hates you because it's the most painful, most uncomfortable, most soul-shattering process to go from the first um, the first, the first signal that you're about to give birth to when the process is over. But man, when they give you that baby, you wouldn't exchange the pain and the discomfort for anything in the world. And if somebody said, would you do it again? You would go, absolutely. So we will forget this. When we're grandparents and great-grandparents and our grandchildren and great-grandchildren are coming to us with their social studies books saying, what is this 2020 thing? I have to do an assignment on it. We will sit and we'll talk about our stories and the masks and the I can't breathe and the everything. And we'll talk about in the memories the way our grandparents told us about Vietnam and World War II and the summer of love and all the stuff. It will be a memory. It's just uncomfortable while we're going through it. Okay, so we have to remember that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull somebody else in, let other people play in our conversation. Matter of fact, I'm going to pull everybody in because we got like five people on. I'm going to let everybody, I'm pulling all of y'all in. Oh, so you. You, can, you can join the conversation if you have anything. Just speak up. Does anybody have anything that they want to share or ask as we're having this conversation? You can say anything. Hello, you're on the air. I don't know if they want to talk. It's okay if you don't want to talk, if you're just listening. It's okay. Anybody else want to add anything? Hello, you're on the air. I feel like I'm underwater. Somebody's got noise going on in the back. That's okay. So they don't want to add anything. That's cool. I'm okay with that. But, you know, if you live your life through fear, if you're the bubble that you're walking around in, is a fear bubble. Everything that you access, everything that you do is done through that filter of fear. So the first thing I want everybody to do is to get that connection. I've been talking about this, you know, for for a couple weeks now. Sit down and get in that beautiful connective space with the divine. And you do that by just sitting down, being in quiet, and just connecting with the golden with the golden light. Ground yourself to the ground, and when you're there, just be. Turn everything off. Just let your mind wander. Don't play any music. Don't focus on the candle. Don't focus on the waterfall. Don't focus on anything. And let your consciousness just open. And sit there for like five, ten minutes. You don't have to do anything masterful. You're not waiting for anything really spectacular to happen. But what you're trying to do is just open up your mind so that your mind can focus on the connection and not focus on everything that's going on around you. And do that every day, and it will ease your comfort because at at some point in time in that process, you will be directly connected without a filter, without expectation. You'll be directly connected to the universal source, and you will start to feel it. You will start to hear. You will start to conversate, and it will ease your process. The second thing I, I need you to do is very important. This is a critical time. Everybody's politicking and everybody's running for office. Stop watching the news. 
stop watching the news because everybody is lying about something right now and it's just unfortunate and it's unpleasant and it's distracting you. So please vote. Everybody vote. Participate in the process. Don't not vote. It's not important to me who you're going to vote for because you get to make your choices. And I don't want to talk about this because that's, this is not a political show. Make your decision. This is what I'm going to vote for. Write it down. Put it over there and stop watching the news. And if you can't help yourself, you want to watch TV, watch Star Trek or the Andy Griffith show or something. But don't let the news dictate to you how you feel about the world today. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. Because it's bad. You know, I was watching the news today just because I'm a patriot. I just, I'm American and I like him or not. He's the president. I want to know how he's doing. And I heard so much garbage, but I'm like, oh my God. And I just turned it off. It's not important, guys. They're going to say all kinds of stuff. There are times I'm like, does anybody, does anybody believe what that person just said? The truth, remember when, when um, the Tulsa Encounters of the Third Kind came they're like, the truth is out there. The truth is out there. We're just not hearing it. And um, there was somebody, um, one of the guys from Shark Tank says, when is a politician lying? When they're moving their mouth. Okay. Breathe through it. Find something fun to watch. If you can't want, if you can't find anything fun to watch on TV, watch Cartoon Network. If you don't want to watch that, turn on some music. Turn on some disco music and dance, and say to hell with it. But don't let it distract you or make you think things about other people and get involved with the hate. Don't do it. Because if you're listening to this program or any program like it, you are spiritually driven, which means energy affects you. And then your energy affects others. So your job is to stay grounded and be at peace and be happy. Who here doesn't want to be happy? <laughs> That's a trick question, right? Okay, I'll say, who here wants to be happy? Say, here, here, if you want to be happy. Here, here. Here, here, right? If you want right. to be happy, if you want to be happy, you got to focus on happy. Is there anything happening on CNN, Fox News, blah, 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 blah? Is there anything happening happy there? Anything? No? May I have a question? Yes, you may. Please do. Okay. So even if not watching, which I am adamant about not watching it, not listening to the the banter of negativity. Yes, yes, But yet... I mean, I'm still triggered easily to be angry by stubbing my toe or dropping something. And I know. Deep, and I don't feel that. That's not. I feel like I'm going away to my direction. So you you are uh, in desperate need of the of what I what I uh, took you through is like that quiet contemplation. I know it sounds you know different, and I had to be reminded no. of it. Just sitting yeah, I do in it silence. All the time. But don't. I do. Don't good. Awesome. Just sit and don't try to drive the process through any kind of guided meditation or anything. Just sit there. Turn the music right. off, turn the TV off, and just sit there. Get yourself in a comfortable space, lay down. You may even fall asleep if you do it right, and just let the thoughts empty. 
and they'll yeah. go all over the place, right? I did I did I turn my iron off? Do I have my grocery list ready? What am I gonna do tomorrow? Did I wash my shoes? Oh my god, I need another bra. You're gonna have all kind of weird thoughts. Let them flow to an inter- don't don't interfere with them. Just let them out. Let your mind cool down. You know when you exercise, you may take a Zumba class, you exercise, at the end of the class you do a cool down. You know, we don't let our minds cool down. We just keep them rolling. If you were like working out and you just lifted weights all the time nonstop, eventually your body is going to start to break down. So you have to stretch, you have to cool down, you have to give yourself breaks, you have to have rest days or weight things that you have to do to take care of your body. But we don't take care of our mental and our spiritual state. And right now we are we are um, we're being attacked. People don't know that while all this is going on, we've got the shadow forces in the background attacking us. And so that's what's happening is like, yeah, you're mad. Why don't you do something about it? Yeah, yeah. You know, you got that guy in a background that you even see him. You don't even know what that is. And so we have to get that stuff out of here. And there's, there's practical things we have to do, and I'm going to reiterate. we got to vote. Whoever you're going to vote for, it's none of my business. But this is the process. As we were saying earlier, this is our societal process. Participate in the process because that's what there is to do. Write it down. Put it over there. Get your little pamphlet, like your cards, this is what I'm going to do. Put it over there, and then don't think about it until the 4th of November. Think about everything else but... Think about things joyous. Start to write that book you want to write. Do whatever it is that you can do to stop yourself from thinking about it. And don't think about the negative things. Of course we're lonely. You're sitting at your house alone, but you're not going to be alone forever. Okay? It's not a process through which you are going to be stuck in for the rest of your life. It is just where we are right now, and it will end. So know that. Turn it into a, a, a happy thing. Find a course, and, and, and there's a lot of people out there, like, giving their, their education away. Like, you could become a life coach some over here for 50 bucks. You can do this. Find some things to enrich your life and pretend like this is you've been sent away to school and you're just completing school rather than seeing it as a negative thing because the shadow forces want you to be mad. They want you to be angry. They want you to be sad. They want you to, to your mental health to be challenged. Does that make sense? Hmm. That's what I've been doing. And so you so and it working for you? No, well, I'm still angry. That's the irony. That's what I'm saying is here I am. I, I live a block away from City Park. I ground myself. I walk in it. I draw. I'm a painting. I'm teaching myself programs and, and art history and all of that, but yet I'm still triggered by anger. That's I, it's Part of it maybe is mine, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I just can't. I feel like I'm moving away from light work than, more than ever. I got you. Not, so there's but I'm living things- life. Two things I have for you. Uh, one is that um, when you're an empath, you're affected by um, how people feel and what's going on. It makes it harder 
you have to uh, dig a little deeper, and that's what I'm feeling like there's this impact. The impact, somebody walks by, they're angry, all of a sudden you're angry. This, things are happening mm-hmm. in the society, they make you more angry. And people are mm-hmm. like, why are you so angry about that? Because it affects you different than other people. So there's that. And then the other mm-hmm. thing is, what's the source of the anger? What specific things are you being angered at? And how? why is that triggering you? What is it that's happening in you? What has happened to you, even if it's not in this life? What, what bonds, what cords, what spiritual scar tissue do you have that's triggered by that subject that's causing you to be angry so that you can, and doing the work to release that. Release that through forgiveness. Release that through healing. Release that through love so that that doesn't happen anymore. Because if you're triggered by that, then that at the source is somewhere attached through your experience. Mm-hmm. And as we were talking about earlier, it's like, why don't we learn our lessons and why don't we evolve? Because we refuse to let go. And so part of the process is letting go. So if you're triggered by something and there's like a cord attached to you, your job now is to do the work to cut and release and heal and let go of that cord so that you don't have to be bothered by that anymore. And that, that's something that you can do very easily if you do meditate regularly, you do ground regularly. After you go to the process of grounding, go to the process, process of connecting, get through that gratitude piece and, and light up your intuition and be in a space where you are engaged with the divine or the archangels, you know, whichever process you go through, and ask for assistance doing a scan. You start above your head where your eighth chakra is, and you just do go inward and just bring your hands slowly down and look at your system and stop wherever you feel any kind of hiccup, any kind of anything, and allow your support systems to help you see where you've got blocks or interruptions. Work with the rays. You've got the seven rays. You've got the, the, the oh my God, the violet rays. The violet flame is the perfect to work because it, it fixes everything, right? And start working on releasing that. If it's something that's emotional because it's a love relationship or something like that, it could be a little tough, but it's not impossible. The beings are the best at helping you with this stuff is your archangel, Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, because that's their thing. That's like their specialty, and they'll come in and help. Um, you know, if you want to reach out to me, please do. You know, angelsacker.com is something that I specialize in as well. But the biggest piece to remember is that you are in control of this. It is not in control of you. Right? I want That's you to say that. Tell me, tell me, I want you to say to me, you are in control of this. It is not in control of you. I am in the one in control. I take full responsibility. I'm the one in control. That's different. Taking responsibility is awesome. But taking responsibility is like, I know that this is mine. Taking control of it is, and now you go away. Be gone. This this is mine. Be be, be gone. Be gone. I don't need it anymore. No, but taking responsibility, I like taking responsibility. I hate it when people shut their duty. But it's like a little kid. It's like, you know you did that. Go in the corners and think about what you did, and you just hold on to the shackle because you did it, and you earned it, and you got to be responsible, and you're being, you're owning up. So you're just walking around. Every life you come back, you got this thing. And my challenge to you is why don't we let it go this life? 
You've done. You've been responsible for it for a long time and long enough. Let's let it go. And so rather than saying take the responsibility, it's like I own my life and I control this. What do I, I need to do? My- let it. What do I need to do to let it go? Did I wrong someone? I'm sorry. How do I get to forgiveness? You know what I mean? That's where that's where you're at. And when you release all that stuff, you are still going to feel something that's never going to end completely because you're an empath. And that's the gift you are given when you came here. It's what makes you juicy as a practitioner. You have to learn to put your to, to put your windows up so that you can walk around and not just be just torn up and exhausted every day engaging with the universe. Because everybody that walks by you, especially now, has got something and you're feeling all that stuff. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Thank you. So drop me a line if you want to. If you, if you join my mailing list, you get this really cool 21-day joy trip that gives you, I give you some hints on, on keeping focus. But I would love to, to see what you're doing and, and, and see, you know, what's going on with you so that we can get you to a point where you're in a, in a, in a better space. What's, what's the email again? It's angelthacker.com. Angeltracker.com. Angel Angel Thacker. Yeah, Just like my name says there in the show. It's so easy. <laughs> Got it. Just making sure. Yeah, because the phone, yeah. Got oh, it. Oh, that is crazy. Thank it's you. so crazy. Yes. Thank you so much. God bless. And um, have a fantastic day. And I, I appreciate everyone that's joining. You know, my, my, my program and my, my process evolved as all are evolving. And, and my thing is, you know, really understanding how to to get through to the other side without the fear. We don't know what's on the other side of this. God knows. And from what I've seen, there may be some trips, there may be some valleys, but it's going to be peaceful. We are going to look at this and go, wow, that was crazy. We're going to be in Vegas again. We're going to have gatherings again. We're going to go to the movies again. We're going to have all that stuff again. The Academy Awards will be on TV again. We just have to survive this process. And we just have to get happy with each other again and stop being so angry with each other. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a joyous evening. I hope that you guys got some information. And thank you so much. Hey, Canada. Thank you for calling. Blessings <laughs> to you. Thank you. <laughs> Always enjoy talking with you um, when you call in. Again, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm Angel. I'm the Joyous Life Coach. That's angelthacker.com or thejoyouslifecoach.com. It's the same website. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to speaking with you guys all the time. I will talk to you soon. God bless. Be safe and know that God is with you. Take care. I'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody.